Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. There's a lot more punks than there was four years earlier, but there was also as many posers. Posers were people that look like punks, but they did it for fashion. Welcome to SLC Punks, a Utah Jazz podcast brought to you by the staff of SLC Dunk. Now here's your hosts, Michael Lohman and James Hansen. Yo, what is up, everybody? Um, We're shaking things up uh, because uh, everything is shook up in the world. Um, This is Milo, site manager of SLC Dunk. I got my main man, James. James. Hansen. Hanson James, yeah, James, James, Hoops Nerd, whatever you want to call me, I'm here. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Um, and I've I've forgotten how to spell your name. <laughs> um so w- a, w- has anything happened? Is any like a, what's going on, everybody? Uh it's been uh an eventful uh few weeks. Um the Jazz are undefeated uh over their last two and a half, which I think is commendable. Well, we meant um, have to do not a pod- lost once. We meant to do a podcast, but then a global pandemic broke out. That's my excuse. Yeah, it, that's not on us. That's not on us. Like, uh, you know, we wanted to make this a regular thing and uh, be back in the driver's seat. And then, you know, uh, you know that the plot line to contagion happened. So, uh, for everyone out there, um, first off, uh, if you are a doctor or nurse listening to this, uh, big ups to you. Uh, we salute you. Thank you for being awesome. And you really should be getting some sleep rather than listening to us. That's that's what really you should be doing. Um, uh, in other news, uh, there's been a lot that's gone on. How are you even doing with this, uh, James? Like, how are you? Uh, you working from home? You... Yeah, I'm, work- I'm working from home. I'm excited for a stimulus check to come. I'm going to use that on whatever I want. I'm excited about that. Um... Oh, that's nice. Yeah, working from home is pretty good. I enjoy uh, working in the casuals. I enjoy, uh, you know, just not having to drive to work every day. I have an hour commute almost every single day in the morning, and not having that is nice. Although working from home is weird and gives you weird, like, connectivity feelings. Like, am I feeling as like I'm doing as good a job as I should be? Do people realize how hard I'm working over here? It's weird, but I like it. It's a lot like blogging. You really don't know like how things are received until you send it out there. And then if someone makes some annoying comment on the boards or whatever, then you realize, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, it's so pretty good. So, so um, you have a lot more kids than I do. Yeah, I have four kids. I am going to get 500 per. I might have added myself with my income. It's not, you know, I do okay, but I am not, uh, I am definitely qualifying for the stimulus. We'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to get one for me, the wife, and the four children. So, which is, which is crazy. It is crazy to me that you are like, you're going to possibly get more money than like uh, Chase Bank. Uh-huh. Just your family, just your family is just going to get a bigger bailout. 
<laughs> which is which is nuts. Which is need, nuts. Which is I need oh, a bailout. I've, I've been I've been one hundred percent against big family um, in this country. Big family has uh, been lobbying against us. Has been um, trying to take our money. Um, and mm. you know what, Mike, I'm, I'm just not going to take it anymore. Um, you know, which is I why just... I'm going to have more 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 family to be able to um, out big big family. I, I'm I'm I don't know if I'm pro big family either as being a part of one. I know I'm. Uh, I guess I'm not pro condom. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we are already uh, yeah. on a great start. Great start for. <laughs> but yes, I am pro big family in general. I enjoy being with my kids, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a fun situation. I like working from home. I don't like commutes, but I do sometimes wish that I could talk to people face to face. I'm a talker, so I don't know. But anyways, yeah, it's yeah. been it's been uh, quite a. I think we made a joke in our last podcast where I said I don't know if we'll ever do this again, and then that almost. Was and then, and then we had a yeah we had a pandemic, um, so um, where I was so uh, so I'm curious because when the Rudy Gobert uh, news broke, so I didn't have the preview or the recap, um, and it had been kind of a a, uh, a crazy week for my wife at school, my myself at work, and we we're like, ah, our, my in laws were um, going to take care of the the kiddo on Wednesday and so I was like okay well um the guys got the got the game and then I'll get home me and my wife will go on a hike around in the foothills in Boise and then I'll get home a little bit after the first quarter ends and then I'll catch up and um I got to the and I I could feel my watch buzzing with notifications and I was like man well, I'm not, and, and in my head, I was like, well, it's because the game and everything, um, there's probably, you know, a lot of updates and I have a lot of, uh, different like national accounts and different writers and people on our, on our site, uh, set to automatic notifications and it's a game night. So, you know, that's probably why it's, you know, feeling like that. And, and, uh, so got to the top of the top of the, we were at top of, um, table rock here in Boise. And I was just like, I, I'm just going to look at my phone. And that was when I looked at that, um, it, I all of a sudden I'm seeing all the tweets of like the game hasn't started. There was somebody who ran on the court. Da 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 da. da. And I'm like, what is going on? And then right when I uh, like right after I caught up all of a sudden the the tweet of the game is canceled. And I was like, what in the world? So I looked at my wife and I'm like, we got to get down. We got to get down this hill right now. We like we we got to get we got to get all the way back to the car. I got to get home. Like something's crazy is going on. I have no idea why. You don't just like cancel a game. And all the other games were going. So it wasn't like the NBA was like, we're calling this. We got to get everybody out. And um and then it, right when I got to the car and we were driving back home, that was when the uh Rudy Gobert um had had tested uh, had uh, tested positive uh, for for COVID nineteen, and it, and it was like, oh my gosh! And and I I think for all of us for the next like seventy two hours we were just like in the thick of it with um, the Utah Jazz being um, not just like the biggest story in the NBA but the biggest story nationally and the biggest story internationally. Mm-hmm. And we went from uh, like uh, the amount of people who were coming to our site in that seventy two hour span I think eclipsed our entire span for the rest of the, 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 the year up until March into that point. And it was absolutely insane. And that's before we get into the drama and the back in the locker room, 
what, what, were you were you watching? I can't remember. Were you watching the game live um, that night? You know, I was like driving home. My hour commute sometimes gets me home a little bit after start time, so I'm usually like catching up. So I wasn't even home. You know, like this going live is usually when I'm driving home, and so, uh, yeah, I was like buzzing too, and I'm, and then you just and I have my little phone on my little stand on my car while I listen to podcasts while I drive home and start seeing these right. little notification tweets. And then, so I was like watching it as I drive, I was driving home, but I didn't get a comment or anything, but it was uh wild. Everyone's like, what's going on? Where like people are texting me what's going on. And it was uh, crazy. I am glad it's over. It feels like ages ago at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a wild night. I took a global pandemic for the jazz to be front and center on on Sports Center. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> like it was one of those things where we're like, man, I wish they talked about us more. And then the minute this all broke, you're like, no, not like this, not like this. Like, like I didn't. Uh, I no, this is not this. This is not how I wanted it. I didn't want it this way. Please no. <laughs> uh, and Please it was no. Ter- it was terrible, and you know, it was. I mean, it was just kind of fascinating, and it was obvious that Rudy Gobert had it, which kind of threw all the HIPAA things out the window where, you know, you need to protect someone, and they obviously didn't. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski had no desire to protect anybody, that's for sure. And uh, it was just crazy for the next two days, because then what happens is we all go to bed knowing that, because, like, right after the game for the Jazz is canceled, uh, Shams tweets out the NBA season's been canceled, and everyone's losing their mind. And then video of Rudy Gobert touching mics gets out. And oh, yeah. And uh, what that, happened when, is when yeah, that well, picture. Yeah, that well, the next day I, is I when, knew I knew it was going to be a huge story because they had Andy Larson on CNN and they were and playing he doesn't, that all and they were playing that. But Andy doesn't know because he's on the court because he can't leave. And they stayed there, you know, for half the night. Mm-hmm. And. And so, and so he's, he, he's just, he's just, and, and I saw that playing and I'm like, ah, man, all they're going to talk about is how he was so irresponsible and wasn't, wasn't thinking clearly. And, and it was, you, you knew it was too late. It sucked. You knew it, was too- it really sucked. It was really unfair because everyone was like. No one was taking it seriously until Rudy Gobert got it. And then all of a sudden it like immediately felt real for everyone. It was like the moment where everyone's like, oh, that's that's kind of a big name to have it. You know, oh, he can have it. Well, you know, and everyone just gets it. And it was just pandemonium online. And then the next day uh, we find out that Donovan Mitchell has it. No one else on the team has it. But Donovan Mitchell does. And Woj tweets out. Woj tweets out that Don, uh, Rudy Gobert with Cavalier, you know, Donovan Mitchell has coronavirus and Rudy Gobert with Cavalier atti- attitude is, I can't even remember the exact wording, but he kind of, and he wrote a story that his attitude had, uh, it just, he just wrote a Cavalier attitude kind of implying that it was his fault that Donovan Mitchell got coronavirus, which right, now, right, which looking back now seems pretty incredibly ridiculous because we know how contagious it is and people can get it you know at any time you can keep you can wash your hands and do all these things but if you breathe someone else's air and you're around them you're possibly contagious you know and so it was just people were a little bit not 
you know, I'm people were informed, but not as like used to the thing as they are now. And it was wild. And Rudy Gobert took the brunt of it. And, and the Utah jazz just kind of went quiet. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, uh, never retracted from things saying that there was a rift between the two. He never denied it. He never, so, so what are, he what, what, what are saying, your thoughts on that? Like what, because, because we've talked a lot about, um, and, and it's, and, and, um, and it, and it's hard because you don't you don't want to amplify something and and create your own reality and that's and I and I I hate I hate having this um this this um this pivot where you have to report the and I think as a fan site it puts us in a different regard because we want to we want to report and be truthful and be as honest and be as uh um transparent as possible on what is going on with the Utah jazz. But at the same time, you don't want to create your own future by, by um, constantly. if there's a fissure in the locker room, you report on it, but you also don't want to like be part of the issue of that starts, starts, starts making it wider. Am I even making sense at this point? Like, it, it's like, so. I, I, I don't, I like, mean, I, don't only- I don't, I don't, yeah, and so Go that's ahead. like what I've 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 been um, been wavering on when when we were talking about because it, it's just like you know for one thing like I can see why Donovan would be pissed uh, because and especially with how much information we had at that point like because in in our heads it's like man you know he was being wildly uh, uh, you know if 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 he was if people were saying in the locker room they were having you know some some problems with him kind of acting irresponsibly or not taking it seriously which I could see like. As as a coworker, you'd be a little pissed about that, but at the same point, then at the same time, you're like, "Well, this is a really serious virus, and am I going to really be pissed about a guy who maybe in two two days he might be on a ventilator?" Um, uh, and he what he wasn't. Thank thank God, like he had it very very mildly and never had to be hospitalized or anything like that. But it for me, like. I get that you might be having problems in the locker room, but it seemed like a really weird sticking point to be like, yeah, and this is what was the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, it just seems like the, the weirdest one of all to, to, uh, to take that. You might be mad that, you know, that, that video's out there of touching mics and you think that's PR reason, but the minute anybody gets a, a disease that's literally part of a pandemic and could be life-threatening because we don't have a good treatment for it, I think at that point, you're like, okay, you gotta you, you gotta put you know, take a big pause on the brakes there when it comes when it comes to this thing. Yeah, I mean I have two kind of thoughts on it. I think there's two ways you can look at it. There's one where it's just like I th- I think Donovan Mitchell does deserve a little bit of he has some trust equity, I would call it, where we know that Donovan Mitchell is a really good guy. We know that he's a good dude. And he's not someone to just like, you know, cause a problem or really have lots of problems with people in the locker room. We know that he's just not that type of, of player. Um, so I kind of tend to lean towards um, Donovan Mitchell, just, you know, being a, a, being his normal self, but also having a very difficult situation to deal with where you are frustrated with an opponent. Cause we don't know what Rudy Gobert was doing behind closed doors. Maybe it was really messed up and we just don't know. Like that's a very real possibility. And, you know, uh, but there's also another part of me that says, 
you know, is Donovan Mitchell taking this advantage of this to like to kind of promote a future that he would like to see that doesn't include Rudy Gobert and saying, Hey, I, uh, I, you know, I'm sick of this situation and I, you know, this is my chance to really like, uh, just show my frustration with Rudy Gobert. I don't know. I, I, the, even just saying that out loud feels pretty harsh. And I, you know, I don't think, I think I'd lean towards more that Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert probably aren't the friends that we, as fans, you know, kind of hope you, you would like, it's so much nicer if you know that like your stars are just like good buddies and they get along and they hang out and they're best friends and chemistry's great. When in reality, it's, there's a lot of guys that aren't good friends and they just are on the same team. They get paid to be there and that's why they're there. And if you just aren't getting along with someone and they do something that really makes you mad, then you're probably likely to react how Donovan Mitchell acted. And I tend to feel like that's, kind of what it was but man he hasn't like even one time even up till today really said anything about it he's never he hasn't put anyone's uh conspiracy theories to bed that like they are good to go and like patch things up or even like each other in any way like you know he's done the contrary he's made he's kind of just said yeah i was mad i needed time to cool off well, how long is cool off going to be? <laughs> like, when are you cooled off? And uh, so that's it's tough. It's not a good situation. I we were talking about this before the before recording that like it's a very terrible point to just leave off of because we were left with the Jazz in turmoil, uh, not playing well, not winning against good teams, and it's kind of like you know it's kind of like you have this relationship with a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. And and the last time you talked was a fight and you haven't been able to talk to him since. (laughs) It's like, it's really rough. And as bloggers, you know, we uh, have to just like talk about what we see and what we hear. And uh, what we hear is not great. Uh, But, you know, maybe things will get patched up between Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. I'm, you know, it could just be that they just are like, you know what? We don't, you can be teammates and not be best friends. And a lot of teams have been able to do that. And let's see if the jazz are able to do that, I guess. Uh, but it seems like, I don't know. And I don't even know when it, basketball is going to be back. I have. Yeah. No idea. And, and, it, and it feels like a far cry from the, like it, it, this team couldn't feel more further away than that Rubio uh, team from two years ago where you're like, oh man, the locker room is so good. Even in January when they're w- winning, um, who was it? Ethan Strauss wrote the artic- uh, article about like how much fun it is to be in the jazz locker room. And uh, like th- these pe- guys love each other and love to hang out with each other. And they're constantly, there's, it's just a lot of fun to be around these guys. And then the minute the losing streak started, it was like uh, that went out the window. And all of a sudden we have like, uh, the Donovan hasn't been happy with, you know, with Rudy for a while. And the locker room has been kind of iffy about Rudy for a while. Well, and, and, and all of a sudden you're like, what, when, since when, what you like three weeks? Like, are we just talking about like, you know, two guys at work who are having a little beef or is, or, or has this been underpinning and we've had, uh, other guys in the locker room, maybe like Ruby or a favors or other things like, uh, being able to you know, calm the waters on it. And so it just feels like there was a lot more. I think the other thing too is 
as uh, more things have gone on and, and, and the season has gone, uh, not the season, but you know, this whatever off season, I don't know what it is. Uh, as it's gone on, you hear, oh man, it's a lot worse than you thought it was. Uh, it's really real. It, there's definitely, uh, definitely a fracture in the locker room. There's definitely, uh, they, they do not, you know, are not, are not in line with each other at all. And, and at that point, you're like, okay, well, that's uh, that's not good at all. Um, so what 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 are we like? What's going on here? What are we doing? And 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 I think you brought up the point. You know, before we can even start to even get close to saying, okay, you know, so you know, what's the aftermath on this? Um, uh, well, the the Jazz were left at a at a really terrible cliffhanger, and um, to make matters worse. They uh, are not, um, they're not doing too hot. Uh, and the season's not going to be back. Like following, like following the news on what's going on with COVID. So we're, we're down for another quarantine of 30 days. And you look at other countries that are hard hit, like the United States. And uh, they're not even close to, go, to being, at, being near to opening up their doors or bringing back, you know, large groups or... Uh, having people larger than 10. And even if like life went back to normal, it's, it's like, yeah, we're able to go back and to be in a, a restaurant, but that restaurant's maybe going to be max have like 30 people and everyone's going to be spaced wild apart. That doesn't really seem like conducive for a 20,000 crowd in a, in a, in an arena. And if basketball does come back, there's, you know, talks of, Oh, maybe they all congregate in Las Vegas and then it's just streamed. But then at that point, you're like, okay, well, let's think about how many people it takes to do that. How many, uh, think about press. Um, just, just say there's no, no fans, no crowds, no nothing. And it's just the players and the coaches and their staffs. So all these people are wildly like congregated already. That's 30 teams, 30 teams of 15 players, their coaching staffs, their training staffs, uh, where 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 are they all going to be? So we're already breaking a lot of rules there to to have games, and then we haven't even talked about media. We haven't talked about broadcast. We haven't talked about all these other things. How I really do not see how that's going to happen. Mm. You're going to have a lot of player be people being remote that aren't normally remote. You'll have yeah. Andy Larson and Tony Jones uh, reporting from their houses. You know, which is the same way and that we maybe, do. Or that, yeah. like they're gonna be living our dream, where it's just like, yeah, we all saw the game on TV. We all yeah. saw, like, we, there's. Uh, I don't know if there will be like a post game interview or a pre game interview. Mm-hmm. It, it, it like it, it or it's just a very a very slim skeleton crew of broadcasting, and I really don't even know what broadcasting is because, uh, and and what it does. Like, um, when you have ten people referees. On the court, you are literally breaking the guidelines of ten people in one place, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, well, not social and eventually, distance. eventually they'll have to just get to a point where that loosens a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I don't even know. I mean, there's just so and, many and, weird. And things. when does that happen? When does that happen? Like, uh, and when, well, do you have to have have gotten it and be proven immune? We don't even know if you can be immune to it. Like, it there's so many unknowns. Like, what we know now will change in like a month, and maybe. Mm-hmm. 
maybe in a month it will be better. I, you know, hopefully, but all signs point to probably not. And yeah, so like, I, it's, it's just tough to like even gauge. And so it's, it's just bizarre. It's the weirdest situation I've ever lived through. I, you know, there's just nothing like it and there's nothing it, yeah, to compare it, it to. It, it feels um, weird to talk about sports during it because, and this actually feels really therapeutic to be really honest. It feels like something normal in, in a weird everyday, like prime example, there's a, there's a house on our yard and in their front yard, there's a, a, like a, a big tent in on the front yard. And my first thought was, oh, you know, they're like, you know, having an outside camp out with their kids. My first thought is somebody in the house got COVID and they're trying to separate themselves from the rest of the family. That was my first thought. I I was like, this is insane. This is insane. Like three weeks ago, they're like, I would have never had, I would have never had this thought of, of, um, wow. You know, like guy has, guy has, uh, you know, guy must have COVID. So he's in the front yard in, 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 a, in a tent. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wild. It's crazy stuff. And it's stuff yeah, that I, if you'd have told me this stuff, you know five months ago i'd have been like okay it's just uh it's bizarre it's it's uh it is a post-apocalyptic situation a little bit and uh i don't know it's eventually i think we will get back eventually you know it's hard to like Mm -hmm. say when it could be a year like when the vaccine is good to go or it could be like two months when the curves flattened and you know the hospitals are very well equipped to just handle certain situations. I don't know. I don't know, but it's crazy. And it's, it, it, you can't it's have players wild. getting it. And then you can't like have a situation where like a player hasn't gotten it. And then all of a sudden they do. And now they're, you know, questionable for two weeks until their COVID symptoms go away. I mean, COVID might be a part of our lives forever. Who knows? There's no way to know. I I don't know. It's crazy. It, I, I've I've started preparing myself to because and and the reason I was doing this, I was like trying to walk through like, okay, what are the what ifs? What like so in July, July first, oh actually June June thirtieth is the last day of a ton of contracts. Uh both players and coaches. Um players, you can work through the entire union to push back, you know, like maybe a month or two. If you're, if you think this season's going to be, but let's talk about coaches. Um, Brett Brown, for example, was on the hot seat. Um, say the Charlotte Hornets or, you know, some other teams are, are like going vacancy and they're trying to hire a coach and you're Brett Brown. And you're like, 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 hell, I'm going to like push back my, 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 uh, my contract just to get fired. And then I can't get a job. Like I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go after my uh, this job, um, or uh, or 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 different 
different people on staffs. Like, what if what if there's a lottery team that's trying to go after one of the Jazz's assistants? Yeah, but maybe you, you have but and and you have but you have that too. There's these weird things. Just and that's just one thing. And then you have the draft. All these players that um, all these college players that are expecting to get paid, or at least start their contracts in July. Um, uh, summer league, summer league's dead in the water. Yeah, summer league's gone. It's gone. Um, even if you have all these people and these players congregate, you know, into one place. Like honestly, I think that's what the season is going to be like next year. I don't think we're having two hundred thousand people. Not two hundred thousand, twenty thousand people in a stadium before there's a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And so there's no and way so you I can. Think, How can you? Exactly. And so I think at, at at some point, like I think we're gonna start, you know, slowly moving into this. Uh, but honestly, I think a lot of fans out there should start preparing for the fact that there's not gonna be a champion. Um in uh there, there's not gonna be a champion uh for the 2019-2020 season. I think they I mean I honestly think at some point they will play something and they're going to like have to I mean I'm sure they've been working on that night and day cuz there's just no way they don't want to get that money from the TV at least. Uh and man those ratings are going to yeah. be like those ratings are going to be pretty good cuz everyone is going to want to see what it's like to not have fans and to hear the coach swear, you know, because there's just no blockage of that sound. It's going to be, I think there will be a champion. Um, I mean, maybe we can talk about this some other time, but there's a few teams out there. If they canceled the season, <laughs> that would be devastating to, for LeBron James and them to not have a chance at a title is just so devastating. <laughs> uh, you know, for Utah, it sucks because our team just kind of fell apart yeah, I don't think anybody. I, I I think there are very few jazz fans who are like, man, I thought we had a chance at it. <laughs> not, with, not, with how it left it, not how it left off. It is. Uh, it was a poop factory for like a month. It was really bad, and you had angry players. Uh, you know, bad chemistry, all the the crap. Uh, we could only beat bad teams because it's easy to beat bad teams when you have that level of talent, even if you're not. You know. I don't know. It's just really bad. But I, I do think at some point they will play the season. It may be a summer playoffs, you know, which would be kind of weird. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but I do think they will. There's just so much involved. And, and you know, if they don't finish the season, then the salary cap is just going to dive, you know, and because of the money lost. And it's... Can you imagine being the Knicks? Knicks, are, like, thought they were going to be able to splash in the free agency. And uh, you're like, oh yeah. By the way, uh, the salary cap is uh, thirty million dollars less. Okay, bye. And <laughs> well, the pandemic right now, we're all experiencing what it's like to have a Knicks season right now, where just your season's over. You know, midway, <laughs> it might as well just be canceled. Yeah, this so, is like, oh, this is what it's like to be a Knicks a fan. Typical Knicks like, uh, season. This right now for everyone, and though though that sucks. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I honestly, all joking aside, uh, I think James Dolan does have coronavirus, which is terrible and wish him the best because you don't want to see anyone go through that. But man, yep, I, I, w- I wish him a speedy recovery. Right and I 
hope that he sees that he doesn't really want to own a team. May he may he wake up from this and be like, man, I really should have spent more time to to my my blues band. That's what I should have been doing. You know what? I why don't he just own the Knicks forever? I would rather not him become. I would rather the Knicks not become a destination for Donovan Mitchell to want to go to. (laughs) Yes, that's fair. That's fair. James Dolan can be he can be that until like Donovan Mitchell's like second contract with the with the Jazz after his rookie extension. Yeah. Um, but but here's the thing that's kind of crazy, like for for thinking about. So we have the NBA draft, and this is crazy because you're still seeing news about the NBA draft and guys declaring and whatnot. And normally, this is about the time where our draft coverage would we would start to be picking that up in conjunction with our playoff coverage. And I'm like, well, are we going to have the draft on time? Like, are we going to like because if you draft players. Are you just going to have them sit in limbo? And if you don't sign them, then all of a sudden their agencies are going to have to keep them afloat. And if their agencies are trying to keep them afloat till what? When they can sign a contract and play when? November? December? January? Whenever the new... Because I honestly think the next season is going to be crazy experimentation because of the limitations that are going to be placed on. They're probably all teams are going to be in one place because they're going to. I, I still think travel is going to still be really hampered with a lot of a lot of this, and uh, because it's when we talk about flattening the curve, it, it's it's not just like hey, let's take care of the first wave and then just let everything go haywire. Like we have to take care of this like first and second, and when uh, and a lot of a lot of uh, these uh, these experts are saying well you know when you get into the fall there's a chance that that's the next wave that's when it you know is going to go around the globe again and so and that's going to be the time where you want to pack stadiums and whatnot i don't think that's going to happen so um so i think the nba is going to we might we might see a tournament to determine an nba champion because they're not able to get started until november and they're and you have new teams and you have new players. Like there's there there there's a crazy scenario out there that Rudy Gobert could not be on the Utah Jazz next season. Yeah. There's a there's a scenario where Mike Conley isn't. It's going to be wild. It's all I can say. It is uh whew, it is going to be crazy the next three months. What happens? I'm sure it'll just be way different than we even expect or maybe it'll be fine i don't know but i don't know there's things you hope for maybe the summer heat really helps out with the coronavirus and it really gets rid of it and i don't know there's so many wild things that you just hope man if this could just get figured out but until there's like a vaccine and it's like you know polio that's been taken care of or whatever then you're just always on you're just always tentative and you don't want to yeah. start and then cancel again. You don't want people filling a stadium and then going home again. That's a disaster. So it's, uh, yeah, and that's what, that's what China just did. China tried to open everything up. They tried to open their theaters and their basketball league. And they did that for a week and then they shut it down because they were, they saw a quick spike. So there's, mm-hmm. there's no like going right back to normal for sports because, uh, at least with other, uh, they, they tried, they tried, they, it's it's not going back yeah and that's i think um i think it's going to be and this is telling how long it's probably going to be i think it's going to be a huge achievement when you hear x team sold out 
Oh yeah. I think that's well, going to be just, I'm that's sure going to be huge and it's going to be both like oh my gosh we're on the other side of this and then there's also going to be this same like what are they insane? Well like, my thing will be, be my thing will be is like I that won't surprise me as much because I bet it'll just be when it the tickets actually go on sale. To me that'll be just a massive event because people will be so ready to go see a jazz game or whatever team you root for they will just but no. I think even when they go on sale, it's not even going to be the same way. Like it will be like we're only filling to this much capacity. Like mm. we're gonna we're, we're gonna be you know we're, like this much, and mm. these are the seats that you're allowed to have, and blah blah blah. And I think that's what where we're going to see a lot of this, um, a lot of this uh, changing, and 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 that's why I'm like, that's why I think when there's a big sell, it's like they were finally allowed to open up all of it. And this team, well, like they're, they, they felt comfortable enough for finally starting to do that. And this is a big win. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think there's going to be a ton of disruption too. Like think about, think about, uh, broadcast, broadcast deals. Um, if you are all in one place and every team is there in all in one place, do you really think there's going to be, um, I don't know, uh, uh, multiple broadcasts all there at once. Like you don't want 30 teams broadcasts all there because that's just a hazard if they were to start during the summer. And so that's good. I think that's going to naturally change. Like, like also an NBA league pass is going to like go up because you're going to be like, yep, it's on NBA league pass and that's where it's at. And, and that's going to be, that's going to hurt a lot of local broadcasts. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's going to be, um, the way we, the way the media interacts, like, like think about, and, and maybe you've gone through this too. Like when you're out in public now, are, are I, I at least feel insanely more aware of what is touched by a lot of people. And, mm-hmm. and think about going into a locker room now. <laughs> That's not yours. <laughs> as a oh, media yeah. member after this like that's gonna how is that gonna feel even remotely comfortable mm-hmm. it's so uh that's gonna be wild oh it's gonna be crazy i would love to hear what bowler jack thinks or what he's heard or what they're doing i'm sure they've talked about it but man right now it just feels so far away feels like the nba just ended it just feels like it's all gone and it's like all we're left with is watching Donovan Mitchell play Call of Duty and and that's what our lives are now. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's 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 so crazy where where I, I think other other writers, like you see like every other basketball writer's like, Well, I guess we're esports now. Yeah. It's funny, like a few days before this started, I went and interviewed, and we probably have to end here soon, but I went and interviewed the Utah Jazz gaming team, and even they went on lockdown. And there were people talking about how, you know, oh, well, at least like esports, they can play remotely. But people don't understand, like, jazz gaming and like the East, the part of the fun about the 2K League is the trash talking and the in person stuff. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, it's just not the same, you know, it's just not the same seeing those guys together. They call out plays together. 
they have a coach there who calls timeouts and things. It's just, it's a bummer. We lost everything and it is a bummer. And uh, I don't know. I hope it does come back soon. I really do. But yeah, it's likely it, not it, soon, depending on what soon. So um, it, it's, yeah. Yeah. Depending on what happens, depending on what goes on, depending on, I, I think with this, with this whole thing and, and it, and it feels just really weird because, because uh, I think for everyone in the United States anyway, um, we're not, we know that we're 30 days away from an update. Like we're, we're, we're on the indefinite timeline where it'd be like, Oh, so and so is torn. You know, has uh, yeah. hurt their knee. We're <laughs> the like, we'll reevaluate. We'll reevaluate. In in, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like we'll reevaluate in 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 thirty days, and uh, you know, we'll we'll see from there. And <laughs> and and so yeah. I, I just anticipate like we're like we're gonna be sitting here thirty days, and I think next thirty days we're gonna sit here and be like we're gonna see a lot of stuff. Um, we're gonna hopefully we'll see start to see the curve flatten by that point but there's a chance that it's just barely started to flatten by that point and we're like okay 30 more days y'all like yeah. hunker down well, we've seen like we've seen the curve go slightly down the last three days so let's just hope and pray or whatever you do you think good thoughts or whatever that that continues because man it really sucks the best thing for yeah. all of us is this that that this legitimately ends sooner than later right uh, it's just, man, it just sucks. It just sucks. Yeah. Like we went Very from much. like, we went from cheering for the Utah jazz to tweeting about, uh, like, like, what is his name? Uh, the, the tiger King, the Joe, oh. uh, you know, I listened to the podcast uh, before this whole, I knew, I knew Joe exotic before everyone. Yeah. I, knew, if, I listened to the podcast a year ago. I knew about all this. I, I knew his... about him four 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 years ago for, with uh, when he was on John Oliver and he was running for president. <laughs> He's like, I'm broke as shit. My I owe money to this many people. I I have I, two gay lovers for most of my life. And, and <laughs> it's and it's a good documentary, but uh, I, I I don't know. And it's so it's been a little. It's interesting their point of view, like with the Carol Baskin, like murdering her husband. She definitely murdered her husband <laughs> as someone who <laughs> as someone who listens to a lot of uh true crime like she murdered her husband i'm sorry yeah there's he, yeah there's a he, lot of things in, in that yeah 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 he's I, either I think, in a tiger I, I, belly or in a ditch in the woods i but she killed him and uh that's that oh by the, another recommendation yeah, that's, if you guys yeah, need th- yeah yeah watch tiger king tiger king's good Tiger King's good. If you need another recommendation, if you're a fan of like Lord of the Rings fantasy stuff, the letter for the King was a very pleasant surprise. Very, very good. I recommend it. I think, um, and you know, we got to be wrapping up here. I I, I think with everything there, uh, there's before we can start really diving into, Hey, what is, um, what is the future? Um, hold for the Utah Jazz. What does um, you know? What what's the roster going to look like next year? Who are, you know? Who are the Jazz targeting in the draft? Um, you know what? What are they doing? You know, is Mike Conley going to be on the roster? Who's who? Who plays well with who? Um, I think we got about 
four more weeks of having to wait and see if uh you know what what's next what, what's next because if it's another 30 days um before we can even stop this extreme social distancing i think um i think if if at april 30th they're like we're going 30 more days i think at that point that's when you'll you'll hear um that will be you know time of death of nba season 2019 2020 there'll be that that's that's it that's it it's done it'll um it, we and and i'm i'm already preparing for that i'm already preparing for this is going to be that awkward there's no there's no champions this year there's no nothing it's uh it's it's just it it is what it is and i think once the nba is able to do that i think it, they're they're trying to hold out hope that they can get revenue any way they can. But I think once they do that, then all of a sudden, I think you, there might be a feeling of getting back to normal because then all of a sudden we're like, let's talk about the draft. Let's talk about free agency. Let's talk about, uh, you know, when, when the new season's going to come, what you're like, what, what is that? We can, you can start to, for, you know, push out the date and have people have something to look forward to instead of this, never-ending limbo and i think that's part of what's going back to normal after this whole thing like we don't know when it's going to be but i think um ha- once the nba is able to have a firm plan and a lot of these other things are able to have firm plans because it feels like everything from our lives to our jobs to you know when we'll be able to go to a restaurant again when we'll be able to see our grandparents and visit them um i think all of this is it's all up in the air and I and and uh, it it's going to be a really nice day when it's not a man. I wonder when that's going to be. It's going to be hey, starting this time, this and we have start to have dates to look forward to again. I miss having trailers. I miss having movie trailers to get excited about. I miss having I miss new TV shows. Yeah, and when's that going to happen? I don't know. And or or going to a play, going to theater. I I like to do improv, and um, man, I can't imagine when the next time I'm going to be able to do improv, when, when, like in front of a, an audience, when that's going to happen. And so there's just a lot of things that are changing, and so I think uh, you know it's going to be it's it's going to be a while, but um it is nice to talk about basketball in in some semblance <laughs> mm-hmm. at least for a little escapism well let's just let's uh let's end it here i guess but let's just hope there's not another global pandemic or earthquake uh in between this one we didn't even and... talk about the earthquake oh my <laughs> gosh that was yes. wild if you didn't live in utah yeah. that was the first time i've ever felt a legit strong earthquake and i'm not even in salt lake i'm in clinton it was like I woke up and the house was shaking. It's there's no other way to describe it. It is crazy. It is like it's wild and it's unnerving. And I like immediately jumped out of my bed and like went into a doorway. Like <laughs> I think I heard on TV, but then I was like, my God. So then I start trying to run upstairs at the after it's kind of over. And, you know, it was weird. It was wild. I saw that and I was like, man. Please don't be related to Yellowstone. I don't need that energy right now. I don't need. I can't, rem- I, I can't remember. I don't need a super volcano. I don't need any of that. And it was just like one of the small fault lines in 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 Utah. But I, everyone in Idaho has been taught since they were like in in grade school 
that they're about the super volcano that's in Yellowstone. And it's just like one of these days, there's going to be an earthquake. and It's going to be the big one. Well, end the world if that goes off. Yeah, I saw I saw that I and I was like, Idaho. oh, come on. Come on. At least like have it. Let us have the slow death. At least like at least let, like here it comes. There's just like all of a sudden the earth is like, no, nah, I ain't going to do that. We're just we're, we're, let's just call it. <laughs> I got I, like no, like that's not. Please do not mercy rule us at this point. So, uh, with with everything, if you're out there, um, uh, uh, for our for our listeners, um, if you're you're if you're working at a hospital or anything, you guys are the real MVPs right now. Um, I my my cousin is an ER doc, and and just hearing the stuff that she's like the late uh, the the long shifts, the late nights, the um the hours that she's putting in. Um, like I, I, I'm, I'm thank you to all of you out there who are doing that, it, you know, or police, or you're working in a grocery store, you're working at the gas station. You guys are essential. Like, thank you. Thank you for, for all that you're doing because you are, you're doing a, a huge, 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 huge service for all of us. And we are indebted to you and pray that, you know, the, whoever you work for or our government, uh, definitely rewards you after your bravery uh, during this time for all that you're doing and being in, out there. And um, for all of you who are missing basketball, we're with you. We hope it's back. We hope the Jazz are back and without the fighting in a locker room. And we hope that we're not going straight into an offseason and straight into a draft with no with no resolution on a season where uh, a lot of things, crazy things can happen. So um, uh, you got anything else, James? Nope, that's, uh, I just agree. Peace out, y'all. Take care. Be safe. And uh, how about you wash your hands, you filthy animals? <laughs> talk to you later. We'll talk to you guys later. All right. Peace, y'all.